If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Arrington. I haven't got a beard. I have sort of got a beard, but I had to trim it to look professional. You to. Well, it's oh. for the, this house renting thing we're doing. Like you have to apply, <laughs> and then they interview you, and then um, and then, and they, then re- they say. And then they go, you, 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 tick, you tick all the boxes, but you You also got tickled my uh, face with your beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're so close to me. Well, yeah. I thought I'd just lean in, for, lean in for a kiss at the end. Just yeah. the See all the, the, the intro, Your intro then sounded really downbeat. Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like 73 episodes or something. You just finally, you finally snapped. Welcome to the horror hangout. <laughs> I, yeah. I think my voice my voice a bit lower. I think my voice has gone down a notch because so not uh, only have you shaved your beard, but then you've also yeah. put your voice down a notch in order to make up for the fact that you've lost a face. I'm no, it's to, it's to get this house. I'm professional. I'm <laughs> professional. <laughs> I have a deep voice. I have no beard. Did you wear? <laughs> did you wear a bow? Did you, did you wear a bow? Did you notice that I wasn't that I don't have a beard? By the way, <laughs> yes, I haven't had a beard now for ten years. Yeah. Uh, okay, so today uh, we're talking about Resident Evil. Finally, but have you... Resident Evil, Resident Evil. Finally, that's you... the name of the film we're talking about today. It's the last one. It's the first one. <laughs> it's the first one. Yeah, sorry. Resident Evil. Finally, um, whatever, whatever what guffs you done, whatever things you found in your fridge. I haven't really found anything in my fridge. Uh, my fridge caramel. is cupboards are bare. Cram caramel. Um, I've watched a few things. I've watched. I've had a few cinema trips. So I went to see uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah. I went to see First Man. Yeah. Both. Uh, sorry, I say both. Bad Times at the El Royale. I thought it was good, but it kind of actually said it's welcome. So like the final third was a bit naff. Bad First times. Man was First Man was like really slow, but like I really enjoyed it. It was it was a masterfully paced. Man, film. First, um, yeah. first, the first man. Yeah. So yeah. So now that um, what's his name? Who directed that? David. He Ch- Chis- did Whiplash. Right? Da- Damien and... Damien Chazelle. So he's done Whiplash and La La Land. I mean, he's not going to have a part, mate, isn't he? Yeah. Was this one like a musically sort of inclined one as well? No, 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 not at no. all. It was a very, I mean, it was like... a very, hu- very, it's a very human story. Not really much. At, the space race was obviously the backdrop for it, but it was very much mm. about Neil Armstrong, which I guess like people don't really know all that much about. Um, and apart from that, I saw I did a rewatch of Shutter Island. I like that one. That's good. Yeah, you know, I, I like it's Shutter Island. Same. But if, it's one of those films that when you know what's going on, yeah. you start to really, really pick it apart, and you're like, "What? Well, this is ridiculous! Oh, would that happen? Oh, would they do that?" So it was but a bit. I remember like being. It came out at a similar time to Inception as well. Uh, yeah. So it's like this. Yeah. Oh, this is what Leo does now. 
dead wife yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a dead wife and he's having a load of bloody uh, dream sequences and uh, hallucinations. I mean, it is a great film. It's a really, like, yeah. it looks great. Sounds great. Uh, Leo's great in it. But yeah, I think once you know, once you know the twist or what's going, the actual, actually what's going down, yeah. you do kind of start to pick it apart a little bit, which is a little bit frustrating. Yeah, but yeah, that was it. It was the wife this whole time. I was the wife the whole time. Ha ha ha. Yeah. He probably did. He probably probably pull it off as well. He, he probably could. Uh, anything else? Any other? Any other guests? Uh, I've been watching the haunting of Hill House. So I finished which... it. This is the thing that's taken up like all my viewing time, really. And I think it's. I think I talked about how good it was last week, but I think it it is kind of melodramatic, and I can see why some people wouldn't like it. Yeah. But for some reason. I was in the mood for a wholesome, rich family meal of a horror show. And it's like, it just that's exactly what it is. Really I'm in it. the mood for a wholesome, rich family meal of a horror show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about um, you? What I'm, do you think? Uh, well, I'm four episodes in. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of a bit, I think it's got some good moments, but so far I'm a little bit, nah. Okay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Definitely at least try and watch five and six one of them is yeah. like the funeral home episode and like makes like pretty much one continual shot and it feels like watching like a really good play so it depends if you like plays yeah, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard about episode yeah. six being a pretty pretty banging yeah um so yeah i'm gonna persevere it's not something that i find i don't i don't like dislike it hmm. it's just it's just not blowing me away currently but i then, want to be blown away did i mention i don't have a beard <laughs> <laughs> Did I Blow mention me that I have got a beard today? Uh, yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, some of the bits are pretty creepy. I've seen there's been some pretty creepy moments and yeah. some stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to persevere. Mm. It's not the kind of show I'd usually watch. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I was even going to bother. I've also watched actually Netflix just put this other thing up called Haunted. Yeah, I saw that as well. I thought, God, give it a rest. Then <laughs> <laughs> you follow that Netflix, Jesus. It is. I think this. Although, so the setup is someone has had some sort of paranormal experience in their life and they're sitting at a table talking to uh, like a well, selection of family and friends and a, it's like a document a documentary essentially. sort of yeah but then as they're telling the story to these friends and family uh this woman has been haunting me since blah blah blah, blah. they sort of recreate it in sort of dramatic um with, fashion with leg with lego with Lego, <laughs> Lego anime, animate Lego. <laughs> and then yeah. a bloody ghost came out here. <laughs> <laughs> someone I mean, needs to, someone needs to make that actually. Just put, put that, in the Lego bits. That'd be amazing. Is that a good or a bad thing that they've released that like a week after the, ha- the haunting of Hill House? I think people might accidentally click on it and go, <laughs> "Whoops!" <laughs> but it's a, it's kind of cool if you if you. I mean, I don't believe in spooky stuff really. I'm kind of a skeptic, but like some of the like the way these people talk about these things are really interesting. There's one woman who was brought up in a house um, and with a serial killer. They lived in upstate New York in a little cabin thing. Her dad was a genuine serial killer. He used to he used to kill strays, so like people who were traveling. He invited to the house and she used to sleep upstairs whilst he killed these people. Um, and it, it goes. What it are goes you doing more, down there? Most of these stories seem to start with like some sort of domestic abuse. And then the haunting starts sort of after that. So it does make me think maybe there's a psychological thing. Uh, but it's really it's, it's in, interesting. In, in, the ha- in the Haunting of Hill House, there's a lot of stuff about the psychological effects of, you know, um, how these things follow people throughout life. So yeah. it's probably got some some truth to it. Uh, yeah, but I would, like, I would like to see it in Lego. <laughs> I'd like, like to see everything done in Lego. Yeah. Hollyoaks, the news. <laughs> <laughs> See, with with the news, you'd have to be bang on it because there'd be no prep time. You'd have to go, bloody hell, this has happened today. Let's <laughs> quickly... <laughs> your fingers. Well, uh, has anyone got the Lego Donald Trump? Oh, <laughs> I'm borrowing him. His pop's throwing me the hair. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> <Right> the <ahead>. hair. <laughs> Lands on the other one. <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about Resident Evil. We're not about doing this for ages. We're doing a bit of a video game thing sort of because i think next week we're doing halloween and then i guess we'll yeah. do silent hill after that right yeah i guess so we just, we just can't get in there's lots of stuff going on i mean october's yeah. pretty intense for yeah. things really isn't it um i've been to the cinema loads in october and i still want to see halloween so um 
think it might go tomorrow. If pass. Very nice. That'd be good. Yeah, so today we're doing Resident Resident Evil. From 2002. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? So, yeah, I will. So, um, Resident Evil is a 2002 action horror film written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Uh, film what stars Millie Jovovich. What does for, by the way? Will Smith. Well, shit! <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Paul, well, shit. <laughs> Paul, well, shit, Anderson. Um, and it stars <laughs> Millie Jovovich and Michelle Rodriguez, obviously amongst other people. The first installment in the Resident Evil film series which is loosely based on the video game series of the same name. Okay, synopsis. Uh, a special military unit fights a powerful, out-of-control supercomputer and hundreds of scientists who have mutated into flesh-eating creatures after a laboratory accident. Laboratory. Um, no. So Barrett. this is like a European production, I believe, right? Um, I don't know why I think that. I think I read it was a European production. Um, when did you watch this? Recently, I mean. When did I watch it? Yeah, um, two weeks ago now. Yeah, I watched it a while ago. I think I watched it back in September. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm hoping that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty spot on with this. I think. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it probably a fair. When fair I think few of times. Resident Evil now, I think of you. So I feel oh, like yeah. have you seen all all of the Resident Evil movies? You've seen the animated. Yeah, yeah, well, um, yeah. I've seen the animated one. So, like, uh, was it Damnation? And I think there's maybe two or three. I think you've played all uh, of the games. I've I've played all the games. Maybe not some of the sort of the role playing games. Uh, lesser lesser known ones. I played like the out like Outbreak and yeah. But there are a few things on on like handheld consoles and things that I didn't didn't ever get a chance to play. Yeah. But yeah, it's my it's my favorite it's my favorite game series. Um, you and are the, film. the expert of Resident Evil. I don't know if I'm You've got the a stars hat. You've got a stars hat. <laughs> That's what you need, a stars hat. Yeah. Well, obviously, um, occasional guest host, Andy Conduit-Turner, oh, is yeah, also of course, yeah. big Resident because Evil. Because he did invent one of the bad guys of Resident Evil 4. It's true. He invented the, which one? The, the, the chainsaw replicator. guy? No, the yeah, the, the, re- the regenerator, yeah. yeah so he invented yeah, yeah. it, but he never got credited officially, yeah. which is a, a story for another day. Yeah, you know, but I, I'm still fuming about it. Don't know Andy feels. I'm, I'm still, still fuming about the replicator thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, like the films. Yeah. Like you know when you grow, you know when you're growing up and you're like, God, it wouldn't it be amazing if eventually we got a film of this? And yeah. most of the time it doesn't happen, does it? And then occasionally, no, when it does, does you're like, <laughs> occasionally you're like, hell yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think for me when I was younger, it was always Resident Evil I wanted a film of because I loved the game, Metal Gear Solid. Because I love the game, and obviously mm-hmm. that might be be made to film soon. Um, and then Watchmen, because I used to read that like all the time, yeah, religiously. So I was like, oh, I'd love to make a film of this. But yeah, so when Resident Evil film got made, I was like over the moon, super excited. And uh, how do you feel now? Obviously, obviously, <laughs> I enjoy I enjoyed okay. this film then, but I always felt the same, which was I enjoy it as a film, but I don't necessarily enjoy it as a Resident Evil film. Okay, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I think this is the only one that I can that i can tolerate i think literally as soon as this we get into the second film it just really really starts to go downhill as soon as like the main character um of alice starts to have superpowers and there's clones and then there's yeah. all these different facilities and the world's yes. over ended and, and and the worst fucking villains you could ever imagine they've like absolutely destroyed like albert wesker as a character and alice isn't even a character from the games so they kind of put her front and center and have everybody, all the major characters from the games who should be like a big deal are like tiny little support and yeah. side characters turn up like for a bit and then disappear. And, you know, it's just, I think it just takes what essentially is the essence of Resident Evil, puts it through a blender, makes it into a, a smoothie, throws half of it out the window yeah. and just pour it, pours the other half on its head. Right. That, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so if you like pick through all the little bits, like there's re- little Ooh, bits. You Jill go, oh Valentine. yeah. Jill Valentine. Oh, a liquor. Oh, look at this. Chris Redfield. Oh, oh, yeah. all these little bits. Mm. But at the same time, they're all mush. So mush. like you can't. There's no. There's you can't stick them together. Can m- not really m- much going. Mush nits. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean th- these like they're so over the top, but not in an enjoyable way. And I've always found the editing in these films to be like almost unwatchable. To the point where there's like a, there's like twelve cuts for something that should be like just one little cut 
you're like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Jeez, can't, can't work out what's so going on. So I've not seen the others, uh, but the, the thing that annoyed me about this one uh, was the sort of, every now and again, like, there'd be a like, drum and bass music video sequence. Where go, yeah. And like, uh, it does a bleach, <laughs> yeah. that bleached white yeah. thing where it goes just, like constantly flashing white. It's really, it's a film that is of its time. Yeah. Um, two, even 2002, when you think about it, it don't feel that long ago, but in terms of how films like this, yeah. how films like this have aged, yeah, it, it is a long time. Um, and I think this has got some stuff going for it. Like I think sometimes the music, not the drumming and bass stuff, but the and music, the which yeah, not the drumming and the basin, yeah, uh, which I think Marilyn Manson Get out was of the involved sink. in. He's <laughs> <laughs> been drumming in the basin. Um, I think some of it's all right, but I just honestly think that Alice as a protagonist is one of the lamest mm. characters. I don't want to say in cinema history because you know it's that's probably history, probably. But honestly, but, she annoys me so much. Like every time I just look at her face, and there's, I, I mean, I, I personally hate amnesia as like a plot device. Mm. It really gets on my tits. Oh, amnesia. I'm starting to remember something, and now I remember it all. It was just like, oh, yeah. I just, find, I just find it a bit, a bit lazy. And this kind of like, it's weird how this film has kind of worked because it kind of like takes certain elements from the games, expands on them, and elements from these films have kind of like, have, have kind of like made it into the games the, the afterwards, do you know what I mean? So they're kind of like uh, okay. feeding off, yeah. feeding off each other in a weird way. And honestly, I think like anything, the game series really started to have a little bit of a, whoop, a little bit of a dip, obviously yeah. around about five, five, six. And I think it was because it felt like it was trying to be these films. Not a good way to go. I mean, you, you pretty much hit it in the head what I so I was surprised by how much I was enjoying the film. I was like, oh, yeah. quite, this is quite good actually. I don't know why I was so harsh on it. Um, and then two things happened like the, the superhero qualities of Alice, yeah. like the neo ness. I was like, what that why why you do that? And the Hate that. and it it kind of loses its way when the zombies come in. And I'm like, hang on, that's like the main Resident Evil thing. And it's when they they come in that it starts to like feel really cheesy and sort of well the thing is like resident evil is cheese and what made the first and probably the second 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 and third games as well one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Like it was cheesy, but the f- it kind of like existed in this genuinely horrifying world mm. where like survival was like the key. So you, it's almost like, oh my God, there's not enough, there's not enough weapons to go around. There's not enough health things. And, and you know, the, the the voice acting in the original games was pretty awful, but you kind of like yeah. saw past it because of the music and the atmosphere and the visuals and the storytelling. Whereas introducing someone who's essentially like super, hey, I'm a superhero and I'm gonna kill the zombie, like the that, that, that takes away, stuff. it kind of yeah. takes away the survival element of it and makes it you know just a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty they could have taken from the first game that would have easily worked well in film. 
obviously not all of it because it is a very but i mean in terms of plot and stuff you know it would have been mm. good but I th- at the same time as i said it does have some stuff going for it i think the music's pretty good um which i think is it's got some marilyn manson tracks in it but i think it's also uh yeah. is that marco bellatri i can't remember his name but yeah and it ends with a slipknot song as well which is just mad. it's so well, so early so- 2000s isn't it yeah, so as soon as the liquor comes in, I'm instantly thinking of Slipknot because that's yeah. that music video, whatever the song was called, it was just constantly showed that my liquor. Plague. My plague, my yeah. Plague. <laughs> yeah, it's a I mean, song, and it, yeah, it was all right. It just kind of reminds me of this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit, it's a bit over the top, isn't it? This, yeah. this, this film, it's a bit mel- melodramatic. And I think the fact that a lot of it hinges on this sort of amnesia aspect. To progress the plot and there's so much there's so you much you said um, that, didn't you? <laughs> get some my tits did i say that already <laughs> get some bad tits and there's so much um like just so much explanation of the plot of yeah. the plot what, what what word am i thinking of explanation of the plot what word am i thinking exposition exposition yeah it's no similar to explanation just amnesia forgot. he's got it. so much exposition do you know what i mean there's uh, yeah. so many times where somebody somebody takes a moment to go mm. i'm going to explain all of the plot and then someone yeah. else will do it later and then the red queen like this supercomputer thing will explain so much you're like we've seen a lot of it you don't yeah. need to keep telling us over and also, over again it, so the, the, I, the way i understand resident evil games to be is you go in not into like a seemingly normal place and then you uncover the government testing facility underneath the normal place or somewhere around well that's pretty much the story of the first game like you go in because so basically there have been some murders happening around the arclay mountains and you and one team of like a special ops team gets sent in it but they lose contact so then we send in the second team uh the bravo team and they kind of like uncover that there's this like laboratory area underneath the well underneath and within this sort of huge mansion yeah. Um, what these things have been happening, but the plot like sort of unfolds. What these little notes you find and certain basic things and that, and as you, it just slowly, slowly unravels until you realise like the true horror of like the Umbrella Corporation. See, that's what, is... that's what I figured. But so this film is like, this is the secret lab, mm. and now we're going to pull back from that. It kind of seems to upturn. What yeah. I think because I really enjoyed Resident Evil before, and I kind of think one of the biggest pulls of that was like what the hell's happening around this house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. So I feel like they took away from some of the magic of Resident Evil. Yeah. It's just like uncovering it yourself. Like, you know, you know the shit's going to hit the fan, but yeah. it's when it happens and how it happens that makes yeah. that journey with the characters easy. And also when you've, the first time you experience these characters is when they're already in the midst of this stuff happening. Yeah. It's almost like you've got no point of reference for what that character is like, like or yeah, yeah. But the fact that we kind of see Alice for the first time waking up after falling and, and smashing her crust in the shower. Oh bloody hell! I've been, I've had a right fucking mare. You know what I mean? And then, I don't think there's any blood. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. So let's just quickly talk about the key players. We've got Mila Jovovich playing Alice. Who's I don't really understand the term Mary Sue, but I think she is a Mary Sue potentially. She seems to be able to do everything. Um, she last seen in Fifth Element, maybe before this. That's probably her thing. Rise to fame is Nilu, Lilu, yeah, Lilu, yeah, for Eric Mabius <laughs> plays Matt, who's um the boss from Ugly Betty. Yeah, and in this, he's just just a man. He's not like a <laughs> vegan. <laughs> he's he's a, just a man. Who is he? Uh, What's yeah. his game? Is he a police officer? Actor, is he security? The social Who is justice he warrior. He's uh, a. <laughs> yeah, but who is he in, in this? Who is he? Because he's just a man who's there. Well, his name is Matt. So, well, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Martin Cruz. I don't know who that guy is. He uh, plays someone called Captain Pasquale Aliardi. Someone called JD. Not from Scrubs. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Is this the first time we saw Michelle Rodriguez? I want to say. Uh, Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious is two thousand and one. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is a good time for everybody. Uh, so she, she plays a badass, uh, kick-ass female. Which we sort of, uh, yeah, which kind of which became her a, which, that's her shtick, man. Yeah, that's yeah. her shtick. Oh, because the most interesting person in this, I thought, was James Purefoy because he looks yep. so young, like he's yeah. aged out of all these people. He's Ooh, aged, you've aged, 15 years. he's yeah. aged the most, did you say? 
Yeah, but like he still looks oh. good. I think uh, right. He looks distinguished now, okay. like he's in a uh, um. What was he in recently? Yeah, uh, Happen Landed and those sort of TV shows. That he yeah, suits yeah, yeah. it. It works for him. Uh, but in this, he looks very young. Like yeah, a baby. we got well, we got <laughs> Colin Colin Salmon as well, who is Colin like Salmon. the lead. The, he's like okay. the leader of the of the um sort of special ops team. And in here it says his name is James One Shade. What's the one bit? The number one. Yeah, number oh. one. James One Shade. <laughs> what that was a fun shade. It's like what, one. Oh, like one. <laughs> James One Shade. What? That he's one shade. Like he is black. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, why have they got to put it so expressively? Racist casting. Odd. Yeah. Um, so. <clears throat> okay, so it opens with um, like a big exp- explanation of like everyone in the hive is under under underground. Uh, underneath the city of Raccoon City. How do you, <laughs> you know how do you feel about how do you feel about when any film opens with like a line of text or like a, an explanation apart from like Star Wars? I feel like the five year old me, five to ten, is fine with it. But at some point, <laughs> I start to realise, hang on a second, this is this. There's no mystery in this now. Yeah. Hey, this is what umbrella. It just says, here's a the umbrella. Time ago, there was a man, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad Stephen, and uh, he was a bastard. I think it's well, the thing. I think it's welcome in kids' films. I think in kids' films, yeah, because it's got a story, t- storytelling vibe to it. But all basically, the Umbrella Corporation in all the games is like a shady organization. We don't really know what it's fully involved in. We know it's and this involved. is like the Umbrella Corporation. Let me get you started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like you don't know. Like it's yeah. ph- pharmaceuticals. Yeah, but then obviously you start to find out actually it's developing these viruses that turn people into bloody monsters. Horrible. Yeah. But they just go, the Umbrella Corporation, weapons, pharmaceuticals, <laughs> um, genetically engineered T-virus. Get and, it all right yeah. now. <laughs> Mystery solved. Uh, and then, uh, okay, so <clears throat> got all these people working in this laboratory. They're all going about their day. Um, we've got someone making some coffee, someone shredding some paper. Someone gets absolutely s- destroyed by a cup of coffee as well, don't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. You'd be pissed off. Someone walks into a guy. And yeah. He smashes a cup of coffee all over him, and just you like know in, uh, in Friends when that happens to Ben Stiller, and he says to <laughs> yeah. Ross, "Is that hot or cold coffee?" And I was like, and he gets really angry because it, it was hot. I was like, "What's the difference? Like, it's not going to stain. How is hot? If it's hot <laughs> and it hurt, it's hurting you, then you would already know by now. Not yeah. that you need to, like someone to say that's that's painful coffee. Oh yeah. shit." <laughs> It's like he needs he, he needs that confirmation before his like uh, nerves nerve endings take over. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's just so mad. So it plays on my mind that bit. You <laughs> can get stabbed. You can get stabbed, but it'd be fine unless it's just a, a cold knife or a painful knife. Cold knife. <laughs> Freezing cold, mate. It's been in the freezer. Damn it, Russ. Yeah. Okay. So uh, someone, someone's making coffee. Coffee. Uh, some dogs, and they're getting some treats, kibble, and um, <laughs> and we like Resident Evil fans are already looking at the dogs and going, oh yeah, zombie dogs. They're going to be zombie dogs. They're like the dead women's or whatever. <clears throat> and then, um, what we got? We got a guy who's got a virus, and he he throws it on the floor, and then walks <laughs> like that, away. That is that is exactly what happens. But the way you're the way you're saying the way you're explaining it makes it sound so stupid. I would like to see this recreated. Got a in virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a virus in his hand. It's just there. Yes. And he goes. <laughs> blows up. And we all know it's the T virus. Um, it's a T virus, yeah. 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 T, anyone? T- Have this. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want tea? Oh, yeah, over it. Well, you said you wanted it. <laughs> what kind of tea? <laughs> T virus. Yeah. The guy throws a T virus on the floor, and obviously, then we've got this supercomputer slash um, artificial intelligence thing called the Red Queen, which monitors the whole of the hive, the whole of the laboratory. Yeah. And it sees, it sees the T-virus on the floor and goes, bloody hell, that's a right load of muck down yeah. there. Better start putting in some security protocol. A, a Roomba drives yeah. into the room, starts hoovering up the virus. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the Hoover gets the virus, <laughs> mutates it. So basically, Skynet. The red, <laughs> basically, the Red Queen just Decides to kill everyone in the lab. Yeah, there's uh, a pretty good bit here with uh, an elevator. Cat was watching yeah. with me at that point, and um, we were both like, Ooh. "See, I was, enjoy- I was at this point. I was, I was kind of into it still. I was like, yeah. 
So there's like a group, there's a group of scientists in one lab, and it just starts putting the sprinklers on, and like the room's completely sealed, and obviously the room just starts filling up water, uh, bulletproof glass on that shit, and there's like just it puts out pumps out like a poison gas into one area as well. People, people start going, and obviously, and then, into the room. Yeah. <laughs> and then it decides to kill some people in a lift. They were just trying to go from one floor to the next. It's not actively but, trying to kill them. It's like, come on, stick your head out. <laughs> yeah. And then so it obviously sort of... it stops. Someone sits their head out, and you know we all know what happens there. Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts to the, like the opening scroll, I think. And then we, uh, <clears throat> we cut back to the mansion. We've got Alice waking up with a classic case of amnesia. She's in the shower, naked. Yeah. Is she naked? Wow. Well, I think she's got a... You have to speak Trunks. up because I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> she's wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Um, she's wandering around looking at stuff. So obviously, the, the poison, the gas that went into the thing also went into the mansion. But for some reason, this isn't the kind of gas that kills you. This is the kind of gas that just makes you fall asleep and have amnesia. Yeah. Which which makes sense. So she gets dressed in like a long flowing red red dress. And booties. And booties, which is obviously reminiscent of Ada from Resident Evil 2, uh, having a long red dress, which obviously wasn't uh, a lady in the red dress. Wasn't very, um, you know, mm. it's not the best It's not the best thing to be wearing during a zombie apocalypse, is it? No. You want like tracky bottoms? <laughs> tracky bottoms? Yeah. Or... Oh, yeah. Tracky bottoms would be absolutely wonderful. Like, if, I was, and... well, if I die, I want to die in tracky bottoms. I don't well, want my last one. Is... All my yeah. kids are tied. <laughs> the only thing is pockets are terrible in tracky bottoms the, whatever's inside like yeah. crawls out every time I get in the car and sit down yeah. everything falls out of pockets yeah, and I never, yeah. I never learn I never learn never learn sellotape those pockets <laughs> shit man <laughs> okay so um, she, she's wandering around the mansion looking at pictures of stuff she's like I don't know who, who that person is on that picture and then yeah. she finds Matt who kind of grab? This is when it starts to get a bit bonkers. So Matt grabs her, and then it's like they're sort of wrestling, and then the <laughs> and then the this like the SWAT team arrive, and we get like the drum bass music. They they come in through the windows. This is ground floor. Uh, yeah, it's there's, the like, you, there's no use door. The door. <laughs> yeah, the door. The door is not locked. I think it's open at the that door. point because they've just come in. The door's open, and then they come in every single window on each side. Imagine um, you invite this invite this group of commandos. Yeah. Over to a party at your house. <laughs> right, guys, look, I know you're commandos and stuff, but I know yeah. I only work in admin, but I'm having a house party tonight, so uh, come around when you want. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Not the double glazing! Yeah. Uh, so, oh, he's brought beer. So then, um, <clears throat> Captain Salmon, what's his name? <laughs> Sal, let's just call him Captain Salmon, I like that. Captain Salmon. Captain Salmon. Captain Salmon Rushdie is, like, looking at... Um, them and he's saying, guys, you're special agents, but you forgot. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, 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 you're all special agents, but you forgot you were put in this mansion to look after shit. Yeah. Uh, so this is an en- this is an entrance to the hive. Yeah. So then they basically go and go down to the hive. They say, look, here's a bloody train that takes you all the way down to the hive. Oh, look, here's another character. Uh, stuck oh, look, here's, an, here's is, another character. This is Captain Cabinet trapped in a cabinet. This guy is <laughs> <laughs> James Purefoy's. <laughs> Do you not feel like it, this could have done without that Matt Addison, the the, the police officer who's there? It could have, it could have easily let, lost him. Well, I think they he wanted him for a bit of drama because Alice is like betraying, or like she's she's like an informant or something for him, right? Yeah, or his but sister. It's still, it, it's, it felt like yeah, it was his sister, but it felt like they could have just had the two. The, the 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 pretend married couple they could have had them there and the drama could have been between their their yeah. amnesia maybe they love each other maybe they don't and then it turns out one of them's turned on the other like they could have easily that would have been the drama I feel like yeah. having the police officer in this just kind of having <laughs> yeah. the police officer in this just had another man with short brown hair that I was like who's that again yeah yeah white privileged male comes into the scene <laughs> because why not these <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, are <clears throat> I think. He's, he's a good guy. I think we get the sense he's a good guy. Um, so then they, they get on the train. They go to the entrance. And they're like, we need to get inside this server room. And then we need to shut down the queen. Because she's killed everyone in the hive. And we don't know why. She's killed everyone. She's gone absolutely apeshit. 
Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah. He's gone. So let's do it. Everyone does that. <laughs> That's the good, yeah. And then uh, they, um, this is my, my favorite moment. It's a very Cube moment. If uh, yep. for fans of the Cube, they must have been yeah. riffing on Cube for this. So this, this is iconic, and it also got um, recreated in Resident Evil Four. So obviously really? they went, they went. This is a good bit. Let's do it. Let's do that. I love that. Uh, so it's like a little um, corridor, and then the entrance and the exit lock, and then like laser beams. Shoot across the thing. Uh, the, the, the worst kind of laser beams as well. Not laser beams you get like... Uh, Are these not la- cold not laser, laser beams? <laughs> or painful <laughs> ones? <laughs> not laser beams you get at a gig. Because that would be... Imagine laser beams like that at a gig. Yeah. And then the drum and bass starts again. <laughs> Into the crowd. Dry ice. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, so the, oh, I like how this starts. Because it, a light in the distance kind of just starts going... I don't, what I don't understand is why doesn't it just use the third... Because there's like three levels of this game. It, I, I, guess that, I guess that that's it's a game adaptation. They were like, let's let's play on most of that. But I still think it would have it would just use the grid one at the end. Like, but it got like a, a single laser comes across, and then it's like a f- one, but then it's kind of like goes up and down, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it's a cheat. It's a cheating one. And then the third one is just like you're fucked. You got no chance. Yeah. Captain it's Salmon like does quite well for a little bit. Yeah. And then uh. Yes. So the first one obviously cuts off cuts off a lady's lady's head. Yeah. The second one, like a guy tries to jump, but then I think it like cuts off his leg or his arm or something. It just goes up, doesn't it? I think it goes through his middle or something. Yeah. And obviously Um, Captain Salmon is getting ready to like go. Whatever this laser throws at me, I'm gonna have it. But then it goes grid. Yeah. Well, who thinking at that moment you'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. I guess it wouldn't be that painful, would it? You'd be dead like within. I don't know. Maybe a little bit painful. What are you gonna do with your body? What? Who's? What's who gonna do with your body? Well, whoever, come and get your body, and it's just like a load just of bits. Keep you up, bin bag. Put you in a bin bag. Yeah. It's the way. It's the way. It's the way you would have wanted to go. Yeah, it's it's quite cool to seeing. Like I always think about the white milk stuff that comes out of his eye. I don't know if it's actually that milky, the stuff that's inside your eye, but it's, it, it is in this film, and it's like open it. Yeah, it's like a tasty, tasty milk, full, full fat. Um, so then. The door opens, and now it's going to be like, no, you can come in, actually. So that everyone else who wasn't in that... Yeah, what's that all about? Yeah. Why would I know. I think, the mate, I think the dude disables it. Oh, okay, yeah. but it's like too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's too late. He, he, he goes, done it! <laughs> hey, guys, I managed to... Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 guys, I did it! Oh, shit, you're all, you're all in bits. Yeah. So then they go in, and then they um, uh, like a, it's like an EMP, I think, right? They they disable Red Queen, and she takes the visage of like a little uh, jam-coloured girl. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry jam colour. <laughs> yeah, I think like, in one of the later films, you find out she was like modelled on the on the, on the daughter of the uh, of like one of the head programmers or something. Paul like W S Henderson, and. Um, <laughs> What, what, what do we say, Paul? Paul Welsh Anderson. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Will Smith. And um, so what happens? Oh, yeah. So check but the fact is that they do that, and then all of the doors open, letting out whatever's hiding yeah. inside. So there's like containment units which have got some various beasties in it, but obviously these doors also open and they let out people who've turned into zombies because the T virus got out when the man slammed the T virus on the floor. Yeah, the people, a lot of people are in the lab. People in the underwater and people who got gassed—they've all come back as zombies. And there's a big horde of big horde of shuffling zombies mucking about. Yeah. So what we got? So we got um, like three of the the fancy special ops people are in a warehouse. I feel like at this point, it's like the warehouse is the this is where everything's going to take place, and every yeah. now and again. People can go off and do their own little side quests and whatever, but this is the main. Maybe that's by design. Maybe they're going for a Resident Evil thing. Yeah. yeah, possibly. So they get attacked. Oh, yeah. You say, yeah, sorry. You get the classic. Hey, are you okay? You're a you're yeah. a survivor. You all right? And then, oh, she bit me. Why'd she bite me? Yeah. And then obviously, then eventually you shoot her, and then eventually you have to shoot her in the head to realize, oh my god, what's going on here? Yeah. Did you, did you see how many bullets she took? And uh, yeah. they've got the guy with a half head. The missing half yep. head that I thought was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Half head man. Yeah. Got, got a lot of time for him. 
What a legend. Is that is that that must be a callback to the first zombie in the first game, right? Is that uh, is that a half no, a zombie dude? No, I don't, the first zombie no. in the first game hasn't got half a head. He he, mm. he eats someone and their head falls off. Um, but then he turns around. Maybe it's the way he turns around. I don't know. There's something that reminded me of Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, um, the cover, the cover of um, Resident Evil Two was a bit like that, sort of like yeah, okay. half right. head, someone poking their head through, like. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens now? So he gets a bit confused around now because everything's kicking off. There's loads yep. of zombies coming out of everywhere. People are getting bitten. Michelle Rodriguez yep. is getting bitten up. Michelle Godriguez. <laughs> Godriguez. Michelle Rod- Rodriguez gets bitten. <laughs> Um, a few people, I think a few people get separated, um, and yeah, it basically all kicks off. And now one of the there's a thing called a liquor, which has escaped from one of the containment units. Has it already escaped? Yeah, I think it escapes pretty okay. as soon as, as soon as they turn off the yeah. uh, thing. It's, it's escaped from one of them, a big, big scary bastard. So basically, it's just like a big yeah. sort of creature that walks on the wall and it's got his brain exposed and it's got horrible teeth and big claws. Apparently, it's like supposed to be the next stage of um, T virus. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. You, it's directly implanting T virus into living tissue. I mean, that's what that's they said. Fun, yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of the guys gets uh, murked. Gets eat. He gets. <laughs> he gets um. The, the, a door opens. James Purefoy yeah. opens it. I think. Um, it's and way. Then, and then they uh, old zombies put them into this like little rave they're having. But it's like one of those things where. <laughs> Um, do a pill, mate. Do a pill. Do a pill. I can't. I can't. I can't. I've got to work it. Peer pressure in that one little yeah. room. You peer pressure, and then Come they on, think, man, get oh, eaten. Come on, get eaten, will you? <laughs> and they they just <laughs> eat like, it. Right, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, like, it looks like they completely tear him to pieces. Uh, but then the yeah. then he's all right. He's got like a couple of bite the marks. zombie. The zombies in this feel like really shit, don't they? They don't mm. feel scary. It's almost like you know when someone pretends to be. It looks like Alan Partridge is a zombie. You know when people like dress up as a zombie, uh, like for Halloween, but zombie put walks. minimal minimal yeah. effort in, as yeah. in they go, I'll just put some blood leaking out the corners of my mouth, and for some reason my eyes are leaking blood as well. I'll do that, and I'll yeah. do a bit of bit bit of face paint, but then that, that's what they look like. They don't look particularly scary. Obviously, a few of the CGI zombies do. Yeah, but I also find just they just don't look particularly scary. I think also there's just so many so quickly. There's like no yeah. build-ups, just all there right away. There's 200 zombies coming at you. Yeah. Uh, so JD gets a couple of love bites, but he's he's dead now. He turns up later on. Um, Matt, I think, goes off and finds his sister. Yeah, and finds, find, finds her sat at her desk catching up on work, but she is a zombie as well. Yeah. Does he kill her? Or does he go to kill her? And... Um, I think maybe Alice kills. Because Al- when Alice goes off at this point, is when she sort of finds the zombie dog. She's looking, she's looking for various different things, and she's regaining her memories and retracing her steps. And she's doing a bit of espionage. You know, things are coming back to her, like that she was gonna yeah. out the Umbrella Corporation with the help from Matt's sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah. And then zombie zombie dogs attack Alice, and that's, that's when she decides to come through the shit. This, yeah, this point when she does that like kung fu kick, and she's like looking at herself like I have the power. I'm like, Fuck yeah. It. No. Oh yes. Like, now I re- now I remember. I can I kick and punch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she like uh, I think there's a, at one point there's about twelve of the dogs, but luckily they attack her one by one because she like lays them all out with like singular bullet singular gunshots. And anyone who's played Resi, uh, so again that takes away from like the Resi thing of almost being powerless. Like the yeah. reason Resi, there well, was before Resi Four, I think. Um, yeah. Cause you get a bit good at that later on, but like. It was difficult to aim. It was difficult. Like you were, you were underpowered yeah. against the threat. Tank, this tank, was like tank controls. You had like a, you had like a pistol which had like fifteen bullets in it. You know, and you could put five or six into a dog, but you got a, they're running around. So you're like, bang! Oh, I missed. Bang! Oh, I missed. I'm wasting all my bullets on these dogs. Didn't even kill yeah. them. Stuck going at them with the knife. You know, it's that sort of <laughs> sense. It's that sense yeah. of helplessness which kind of like added to the, to the, yeah. to the survival. So you put like a, a superhero character into it. Like a James Bond, a female James Bond sort of character. Instantly, I just, I just feel like that takes away a lot. Well, when you when you said she was like a female Neo, I think that's kind of the 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 point is that especially later on, like she has special actual superpowers. I think. Yeah, (laughs) it just it gets on my even like it's just stupid. It's just stupid. What she controls the weather? What she controls the weather? (laughs) Which is storm. I don't even remember. (laughs) I remember all the films being ridiculous, and the last one I hated. Yeah, so might be skip a few steps here because I'm not sure, but they somehow 
end up. <clears throat> oh, okay. So yeah, they're they're the on some vents or something. They're crawling across like some cable uh, yeah, so things on the tr- roof. Tr- trying to, I think they're trying to get to the Red Queen's chamber again for w- whatever reason. Gonna put her back online, maybe. I don't know. Something maybe like put that. her. Maybe they want to put her back online for some reason to like, help them get out. I can't remember. It kind of doesn't yeah. make sense. I think we do. We lose another guy here, or oh, we think we lose another guy. We one of the guys who gets hand bit, or his yeah. legs bit or something. They leave him behind it, with a gun. They leave him behind, and he pops. You think he's killed himself, but actually yeah. he hasn't. <laughs> no. Spoilers. By the way, this has got this podcast has got spoilers in it. It's got it's got spoilers <laughs> for for yeah. even for even for a sixteen year old Paul. Hey, you know, I might, put, I might put that in the intro spiel. This spoilerific talk because I always forget to say. Yeah, you'd hope that people wouldn't listen to a a podcast which is an hour long I've about a horror film. I've done it. I've listened to something and then had to like take the earbuds out because like. Oh yeah. Wait a minute, Alice is a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, at some point, they end up in the place where they drop the T virus, but it's like there's water. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that room in. Yeah. Alice suddenly drop. remembers. Oh, there's a green one, like a. Yeah. <laughs> G-Virus, maybe. I don't know. No, G-Virus is from Resident Evil 2. That's even worse. No, it's not that one. This, this is just an antidote, I think. A-Virus. go, there's an antidote. It's okay. There's an antidote. You know what's weird? You know what's weird hmm. about Resident Evil, though? Like, getting bit doesn't necessarily mean you turn. Doesn't it, in this, they say, like, one bite, one scratch. Yeah, one bite, one scratch. Well, obviously, I suppose cinematically, that makes a lot more sense. But in the yeah. games, obviously, it wouldn't make sense for you to turn into a zombie after one bite. Um, in the games, obviously, you can heal and you can just be fine and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, um, one scratch. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> a bit harsh. What like? Is it... Ow! <laughs> ah. Yeah, that's it. You're a zombie now. Get used to it. Yeah, be annoying. Get used to your new life. Cut, cut your hand off immediately. Yeah, you do. Uh, I always thought that about like what's it called? Uh, Twenty days later. Yeah, Selena, when she cuts that guy up. Yeah. Didn't she just try? To, why didn't she cut his arm off or something? Maybe it's too fast. No, know. it's too fast. It's, I mean, res, I mean, the rage virus is like the worst one, isn't it? That the just R gets virus. you immediately. Yeah, the R virus that gets you immediately. But also, she starts. Well, we're talking about a wrong film here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we've done that one already. Um, so she, Alice remembers. She's like, oh yeah, there's the there's the, uh, the antivirus. Um, and then yeah. James Purefoy suddenly remembers that he stole the viruses because he was going to sell them, and they're on the train, and he was on his way out. When they yeah. found him, so he, so he was, so he, was the, he was the guy who had the virus who threw it on the floor. He was also the guy who walked into the scientists at the start and spilled coffee all over him. I thought that was quite a nice little touch, yeah. don't you? Yeah, he obviously didn't realize that Absolute before. Bastard, yeah, absolute bastard spilling coffee on someone. Hot coffee, dead. hot <laughs> scalding hot coffee, yeah. magma. <laughs> Is that a brand of coffee? It was magma, the expensive one as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. So James, so he betrays them. I think he said, "I'm gonna right. I'm off then." If, if this, he does a Dylan Moran from Shaun of the Dead, he's gonna reference <laughs> yeah. every other zombie film, and he's yeah. like, "Right, I'm off." And then he, he he does a Dylan Moran. He gets bitten by a zombie. Well, he gets fucked up by the liquor, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to he's trying to escape with the antivirus on the train, um, and suddenly he looks up and there's a a CGI'd liquor like they should have kept the it in the CGI shadows the CGI is pretty bad because the CGI is like I mean there's like fluorescent oh. light bulbs everywhere so we can see every every nook and cranny of this CGI'd liquor yeah. and it does look kind of bad it does look no better than it yeah, would it looks better in, in the game I think oh, I it would. It looks no better than it would in a cutscene in the game and in the game it looks great obviously but in a film probably not we, we do see they see him get killed there's like a CCTV thing and they're watching him getting mauled by the liquor um, yeah but again, when they go to get him, he's like he's not even in that bad condition. He's just like, had a he's just had a little a little bit of a scratch on his back. Someone you'd think, back. You'd think if if this creature was horrible, you'd think it'd like fuck him up. He's all wet. The <laughs> 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 liquor is pretty much venom, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. It's, it makes a it's, it's like um, the symbiote went on to Lord Zed from Power Rangers. Yeah, oh, that's, a great, <laughs> that's a really good. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Definitely, Lord Zed. <laughs> We need a, we need a new creature for the Resident Evil games. What we got? Imagine Lord Zed, but on all fours. <laughs> yes, you so, did it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're making their way out now. 
the Lord, the, the Lord said, the liquor is <laughs> <laughs> look. The liquor's now turned into a hunter. Peter like, Repulsor turns up. <laughs> they're like, how can we Valerie, get more? more... <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, how can we get more game references in this? There's a hunter now as well. Um, so they, they're on the way out. They get on the train. Spencer, James Purefoy trying to kill them, but they're shooting. Yeah. Then he's dead. <laughs> It gets a bit messy now, doesn't it? Rain like the zombies like turns into a zombie. Yeah. Uh, but there's a really stupid bit that kind of annoys me where like she clearly looks like she's died and then and then Alice thinks about shooting her and she goes like, I'm not dead yet. And she like goes, mm. Oh, I could kiss you or something something, something ridiculous like that. I'm well, like, that's undermined by the fact that she does die like seconds yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. And then they use her as a like a, a button pressing pressing device. Like <laughs> Matt Addison. It's all she's good for. Yeah. It's all she's good for, pressing buttons. Matt shoots her in the head and she falls back onto the button. And this, um, I think, opens the, sh- the opens the pod bay doors and the liquor has his tongue wrapped, like impaled on something and he falls down, sets on fire. <laughs> sets on fire, just falls down and they go, is it dead yet? And it just lights on fire and they go, it's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then uh, they get back to the house. They decide they're out. Uh, Matt and Alice are out, but um, the government storm in, and then we get maybe one of the one of the one of the, one of the better tropes. I think they still do like the trope of someone uh, waking up in hospital twenty days later, or like you know, yeah, yeah. Walking Dead. It still works as a cool thing, but this is very twenty six. He's got the stuff well, in the well, head. And... Well, just beforehand, when they're taking Matt away and his arm has been like, been infected by the liquor or something, they they pull him away and they say, "Well, put him in the Nemesis program." And yeah. Like, to be fair, when that happened when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, I, I know, like, but like now you're a bit like, "Oh, yeah." Like that's great, like because now you know he's going to be the Nemesis in the next film. Why not yeah. just? slowly revealed that actually he turned out to be the nemesis in the next film great yeah. another mystery but they just they just go is there a mystery in this film yeah tell us what it is before you even before, just tell yeah. us it straight away i wish that like every time someone mentions something from a video game someone out another character would say as seen in resident evil 3 nemesis <laughs> would say <laughs> as like seen in resident <laughs> evil 3 nemesis you can still buy it on capcom's web store right now see you later yes <laughs> he's northern it's always the same guy <laughs> Uh, so that's it. Then, oh yeah. So Alice, there's a very twenty years later moment. She she gets out of the hospital and she's in Raccoon City, and yeah. it's like the start of Resident Evil Two, right? That's how that. Looks. Raccoon City's Raccoon City's fucked up. You know, yeah. obviously the the T virus somehow has taken over the entirety of the city. How long was Alice out? Because you know the city is pretty fudged up, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's messed right up. Um, yeah. She finds a shotgun in like a cop car and just. This is quite good. The pan out away yeah, from her. Yeah. Mute the music. I think the main theme in this music is pretty cool. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's 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 Resi. That's uh, Resident Evil, the film, two thousand two, written by, written and directed by Paul W S Anderson. He wrote it and he directed. Did he direct all of the Resident Evil films? Who knows? Nobody knows. That's one of the mysteries. <laughs> they decided to not put in the film. I think he did. You. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking now. I'm looking. In, I'm looking now. I think he did. Yeah. So yeah, Resident Evil, the final chapter. I cannot believe that that, that they made six of these. This I is mean, the highest grossing European production. That's why it. That's been somewhere earlier that thing we read about. I think it's the highest grossing European production ever. Ever, you know, ever, ever. These, these films seem to cost about fifty, sixty million to make, and they make back like about three hundred million each time. Yeah. So there we go. The question: Why did these? Why did they make six? There we go. There's the answer. That's the first money make, money making machine. Uh, you ready for some trivia? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number one: What kind of profession would land you a job as a zombie? Um, a job as a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this, is this like a joke? No. Um, so like a, sci- a scientist. Um, no, 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 no sorry. Uh, ca- uh, so would get you cast as a zombie in a film what profession would it get you cast as a zombie in a film yeah yeah or a werewolf I don't know what 
dancers, <laughs> professional dancers were cast as zombies. Oh, zombies. oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see what you're doing now. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> zombies. <laughs> Sorry, Nan. Number three. Zombies, Nan. Uh, which badass horror-fighting heroine was your original... Uh, which badass horror-fighting heroine was originally set to star as Alice? Badass, horror-fighting, feminine, femme fatale, you could say, was originally set to star is the big one. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, it's true. Is that true? Yeah. Well, guess. But she was busy fighting vampires. Uh, number three, which badass zombie movie maker was set to write and direct the movie? Uh, George Romero? Another, correct, yeah. Correct Romero. Um... Correct, why were the dogs such dicks to work with? The dogs? Yeah. Because they ate human flesh and took a shit on the... Mila Jovovich's head. Maybe they did that as well. Uh, but they kept licking the meat off of themselves. Like the, the, they were covered in meat. Um, I thought they, they looked have... quite good, actually. The, the, the yeah. Why would you put meat on them? Because to make it look like their guts. Yeah, I know, but meat, like dogs like meat. You, you could dogs like dogs anything. Are... You could put anything on Do- it. Jelly, they'd, they'd eat it. Jelly, shit. Jelly, yeah. shit. Uh, the last one. What does the T? <laughs> what does the T stand for in T virus? Oh. Um. Terrible virus. <laughs> the. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Is that true? I don't know. Anyway, so we need to break the film. <laughs> <laughs> we need to break the film. Uh, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> uh, see, the thing is, like, I think when I when I was looking at this earlier, yeah. I was thinking I do kind of enjoy this film, and like, there are elements of it that I still kind of think about and return to, and you know, it's an adequate adaptation of the Resident Evil property. Um, at, its t- at the time, I think it was. Mm. Looking back on it, it's not really. And I kind of feel like what happened with the franchise in the end was kind of terrible. Film franchise. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd probably still give it a C plus just for the enjoyment factor, entertainment factor. Um, I mean, plenty I don't like about it, but yeah, I didn't. I watched it and I didn't mm. find myself thinking, I don't want to watch this anymore. I kind of thought, I would yeah, like to continue. It, right, with yeah. it. Um, I gave it. It didn't. Make, it didn't. Sorry, it didn't make me want to watch the others. I, don't think, I, I really wouldn't want to. Um, so I've got the very same, similar reasons to you, but I gave it a D because oh. D for didn't enjoy it as much as Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the C for? Uh, I don't know. It's your C, but uh, C again in some point in the future <laughs> see again at some point in the future maybe like five years or something I'll probably watch yeah. it again um, I'm looking forward to watching Silent Hill because I remember really enjoying it Every, I think I've seen it three or four times and I remember thinking uh, this is badass yeah but will, will, will we watch it back and will it be shit will maybe. it be dated I don't know hey? who knows um, okay man so but, ne- but next week we're not going to do Silent Hill we're going to do we'll do Halloween, Halloween because uh it's just come out and we'll do it for Halloween. We'll do Halloween and we'll do it. We'll release the episode on Halloween, which is, you know, mm. who could have thought that the planets would align in such a way? You know, I mean, think of the preparation that went into that, like minimal. Yeah, you, you just suggested it earlier today. And I said, yeah. There we go. I mean, there we go. <laughs> uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co-host, Ben, for being a right horror dude. Thanks, Thank man. you, not non-bearded Luke. We should get um, Andy in for the Halloween one. Wasn't Andy in the, the other Halloween review we did? Yeah, I think he was. So I think yeah. it makes sense to get Andy in. We'll shoot him a, we'll shoot him a message. Or maybe we'll just leave it until he hears this. And then... You know, they're, they're really they're testing. Then we'll know if he listens. Then we'll know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna switch off halfway through because they're babbling on again. Yeah. Who's, who's to blame him? Yeah. We love you, Andy. Okay, come on. I'm gonna go. That was an hour. That's pretty much. Oh, Bob on. 
Bobbity Bob. I give this episode a B. The <laughs> <For> Bob on. <laughs> I give it a B plus. That's what it is. Alright. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.